What up, what up? For the 30th time, this is the fourth quarter podcast. Coda, that's a great number. That is a great number. Uh, 3-0. And, but we're just going to go right into it. Why is that such a good number for you, Ben? Greatest athlete of all time wears it. That's why. Damn straight. Not just the best that? basketball player. Stephen Curry. Wardell Stephen Curry. Uh, what a guy. Beautiful man. Yeah. God-loving fool. He is just a ton of fun. Love him. I don't think I've ever met someone more big of a Steph Curry fan than Ben Possible. Truly. Probably not probably not true in knowledge. Unfortunately, in knowledge, I'm just I'm lazy just in that department. Passion. Oh, I just I just love him to death. You would die for the man. I think I it's think. fair. I think you'd jump in front of a bus for the man. It's absolutely accurate. Only respect. I'd do the same for Marcus Mariota, so I, I There you go. I love it. Mariota. He's, yeah, he's a he's great, great guy. I loved the quarterback documentary. I thought it was oh, a fascinating so watch. Good. So good. Would have been I a, finally maybe, got around to it. Could have been a better season to have him on there. I know. Felt bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not your 30. No, he's Never not Never wore it as far and as it, I know. And if you haven't listened to the fourth quarter podcast, whatever episode number we're on, we pick our favorite athlete. Yes, so Ben, we'll get to my favorite 30, which is the great Nolan Ryan. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to break the fourth wall here. My phone wasn't recording the first time <laughs> I did this. So this is some acting right here. Yeah. But what I did say when my phone wasn't recording is that Nolan Ryan's my favorite 30 of all time. Mm. Uh, dude, I think I was like more than 2,000 strikeouts, more than any other pitcher in MLB history. Mm. Um, great career. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, yeah. If you guys were here for the first time, you would have heard all the stats you about raved. him. But you now we're on a time raved. Crunch. But... We've got a new segment here in the fourth quarter podcast called Hot Topics, where we have picked five to seven topics that we feel are the hottest in the sports world right now. Uh, maybe our American bias is showing because I think all of these are American sports, but yeah. you know, we did this on a whim. But yeah. Ben's going to feed me these. We're going to spend about two minutes talking about them. So, Ben, hit me with the first one. Yeah. Let's talk about Shohei Otani. I know, I know you know where you want him to go, Coda, but what's the latest in the sweepstakes for this great man? Yeah, well, it's looking great for me where I want him to go. I think uh, they said they pulled like 14, I think it was the ringer, pulled like 14 uh, GMs. And I think it's like 11 out of the 14 said that they fully expect Shohei to go to the Dodgers. Okay. Which is looking great. Obviously, that doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Uh, a team that is popping up is the Braves, as a team that he said he would be really interested in playing for. Distinctly not on the West Coast. Not on the West Coast, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But I do think that would be a great fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I want to turn this around and ask you a question. Yeah. With the now pitching concerns for Shohei, he's yeah. not even going to pitch next year. Right. And we don't know if he'll ever pitch the same when he comes back. Do you think he's worth the money he's most likely going to ask for? Which is probably somewhere in the ballpark of... Five to six hundred million dollars. No, I still think he's worth four hundred million. Mm. As as the prospect, as the draw. If you're a business person, I'd give him four hundred million. Yeah. With uh, and even four hundred million guaranteed, and I'd say I'd I'd work in some more stuff. Okay. Maybe make a pitching clause. You know, you yeah. pitch a certain amount of games, you have the potential to you win a certain amount of game. Right. Um, that's just my I like, like basketball brain, but I like that. Yeah. I heard that uh, there's rumors from his camp that he may be looking for a shorter deal with a higher mm-hmm. yearly salary, Okay, uh, which could yeah. work better for him. I, I just think it's, it's going to be scary for a team to take a chance on him at this point, as right now, he's just a hitter, yeah. which is great. He's a generational hit, hitter, but 
he doesn't carry the same value I think he did a year ago when he's a generational hitter and a great pitcher. Yeah, so, yeah. where I think your Dodgers would really benefit from him. And you guys, maybe you do sign him to a two-year, you know, huge deal. Yeah. And totally just possible. say, hey, it's we're, we need a big swing right now. Yeah. We really and we do. We really do. Good night. Okay, phenomenal. Well, we had a little bit of chit. Nope, that was actually right at two. Let's go. Um, okay, here's one that uh, I find really interesting, okay. and then we'll we'll stay in the state of Michigan, but Draymond Green is from, from Michigan. Nice little uh, connection there. What happened with Draymond? Why are we talking about him today? Well, I was at dinner last night. It was actually my mom's birthday dinner. Happy birthday, mom. And my phone starts blowing up um, with texts from a great Ryan Davisere, who is a friend of the pod. Very much a friend of the um, pod. Which is screenshots of what I thought was Draymond choking Rudy Gobert, which I was like, what is happening? I looked at the video. That was one of the craziest brawls I've seen in a long time in the NBA. Uh, I'm not really exactly sure how it started. It looked like Gobert and Clay Thompson got tangled up mind mm. you this was before a single point had been scored in the game it was zero to zero at this time goodness gracious um for whatever reason draymond just ran from the other end of the court and just absolutely annihilated rudy really looked <laughs> like he was trying to kill the man yeah. uh and steve kerr didn't really do much to stop i don't there has to be some more beef that we don't know about um but yeah i mean i'm hearing right now that they're looking at a hefty suspension for draymond uh, this was not just your normal fight. This was genuinely like this man was choking someone. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But as a Warriors fan, you've been. If Draymond's gone for, I mean, it could be. I'm. I think it may be in the ballpark of 15, 20 games. Yeah. How does that affect the Warriors? Well, I would say the great news is that we added one of the other great lubricators in the game, Christopher Paul. Yeah. And he has already had an enormous impact on our team. And yeah. frankly, uh, we act like Draymond's been here. He hasn't. Draymond hasn't played a lot this yeah. season. So Fair. I actually think uh, Draymond will still be present to the team, and that's about as much as we really need him right now, respectfully. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think there will be an enormous impact Um I do think he needs to fully embrace that player-coach role then. Um, I agree. But it didn't look great. It was a hysterical picture. I do the not picture care is for Rudy Gobert. hilarious, yeah. yes. I, so I found it really heartwarming yeah. to look I, at. I but. agree. I think most NBA fans agree with that, yeah. <laughs> um, amazing. Okay, well, let's, let's, uh, let's move to the college side of, uh, and, and let's switch sports. Michigan football has been caught up in some stuff. Uh, Coda, why don't you give us your thoughts there? Yeah, well, we've mentioned this uh, not crazy on the pod, really before we knew too much about what was going on. Uh, but Michigan did get uh, officially in trouble, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, by at least the Big Ten at this point. I think the NCAA is still doing their own investigation uh, for stealing signs. Stealing signs is legal. Buying tickets to games and videotaping the signs at the sidelines is not legal. Yes. Uh, there's a very stark difference between those two things. You can steal signs in the game when it's happening. That's fine. Um, Jim Harbaugh suspended three games. Feels a bit like a slap on the wrist. Uh, Michigan's acting like the dude has just died. It's really strange, this yeah. whole like victim mentality they've taken. But another turn this has taken is that former OC Matt Weiss, it is coming out, has been under investigation by the FBI for several months uh, for what they said, quote, computer-related crimes. 
Uh, it's looking like he was betting on the games while the OC at Michigan. Uh, I told you this earlier today. Between those two years that he was the OC, or at least gambling on this, they were 19-6 and six against the spread. Since he's been gone, they're 5-4 and four against the spread. Looks a little sus. The optics aren't great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the great thing for Michigan is it didn't really phase them, though. They took care of business at Penn State. Huge win for them in great a schedule win. that hasn't been that really challenging. The first big win. Yeah. yeah. Both yeah. both them and, and Georgia, I think, uh, got huge resume boosts this week. Feels like they started to separate from the pack I a little agree. bit. So we'll see, and it's going to be very consequential if, if they really do get smacked yeah. down. Very curious. We were talking earlier yeah. about. What, All what could happen in terms of like recruiting could be a very Penn State-like punishment. Yeah. Um, someone who punished themselves, the Los Angeles Clippers, brought in James Harden. The Sixers got rid of him. Coda, what's been happening with that divorce? Yeah, well, James Harden, the system, as he's been calling himself now, <laughs> uh, has the Clippers at 0-5 since joining the team. I think he said today or yesterday that when they figured it out, they're going to be scary. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, dude, you guys are 0-5 since <laughs> that. You guys are professional. Like, it's not like you guys just met. Like, you, this should be put together within a few games. And I think the Sixers are like 6-1 six and one since he's gone. Um, totally. So it feels a little bit like a boy who cried wolf situation at this point. I think people are really starting to see that James Harden probably has been the problem at these places, which we all suspected. Uh, but weren't weren't for sure. Uh, I guess I'll turn this into a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can the Clippers figure it out with James Harden? Um, I'll say this because I don't really care, and I hope not. Um, <laughs> no, they can't <laughs> because they're not going to stay healthy. Yeah, they're not going to stay healthy. It is less likely that James Harden uh, becomes a chemistry guru, then Kawhi Leonard makes it through an entire season without yeah. having a serious injury or being out for most of yeah. the season. So good luck. I mean, I'll give, you a, little, I'll give you a little bet right now Yeah, that we'll look back on. Over under, Kawhi misses 10 games this year. Over for sure. It's <laughs> I like, would agree. I yeah. would say 20. No way. Oh, oh, I sure. love this. We're going to come back to this in like six months and yeah, see what happens. absolutely. I hope he doesn't have like some career-ending injury that we've just like... We knocked on some wood Cursed there, right? Him, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say over twenty games. I like out. it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under just to go against you. Okay. Okay. Truly, I believe it's gonna be over, but I think we need some good conflict here. No, I like it. Yeah. And let's just say this as we transition to the next one. Uh, Tyrese Maxey has taken that next step. He is like a perfect Rod, uh, Rodman or Robin Dude. to uh, to the Jordan or Batman. No Sixers fan is missing Harden right now. No. No. He, he's looked phenomenal. Yeah. Um, speaking of missing out, James Madison University is 10-0, hosting game day this weekend for college football against yeah. App State. You mentioned, who is it that's angry about that? Uh, Oregon State fans who have a top 11 matchup in uh, Corvallis. But, Which we'll talk about yeah. in a little bit. James Madison football team, they transitioned two years ago. Well, really, they began the process. Last year was yeah. their first season. Uh, they were phenomenal. They broke into the top 25 at one point. Didn't make it into the college football top 25 uh, playoff rankings, mm-hmm. I don't believe, until this year. They are currently, I think, in the what 24th I spot. I think they're 24th. I think yeah. they're 18 in the AP. They're yep. just making noise. Yep. But because of this archaic rule, CFP, uh, sorry, FCS to FBS, you have a two-year ban yep. on bowl eligibility, which they are currently uh, boycotting. 
Yeah. Carter, do you think what do you think on this topic and what do you know about JMU football? Yeah. Well, I think the rule I can't I haven't looked up the reasoning for the rule, but I can't on paper understand the rationale behind it. It doesn't really yeah. make sense for me to we talked about this earlier this morning. It doesn't make sense for me to say, Hey, JMU, you guys are definitely good enough to be an FBS football team. Mm-hmm. Let's get you in. But mm-hmm. you can't play in a ball game for two years. Right. I don't understand what the reasoning is. It doesn't make if if they're good enough to play an FBS and they are playing FBS teams, what's the reason for them not playing a bowl right. game? Right. Uh, and it becomes really unfair in a situation like this where James Madison is very good. They're very yeah. talented. Uh, I don't really care who you're playing. When you're 10-0 and 0 and you're one of those 130-ish FBS teams, you're a very talented team. You're, yeah. very, you're at least a top 25 team in the country. Yep. Am I saying they could beat Georgia, Alabama, Oregon? Probably not. But I think they could probably beat most teams in the top 50. Um, yeah. So I think it's archaic. I think it's ridiculous. I hope the NCAA does something to fix it because um, I think they've got a lot of juniors and seniors on that team too. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if they'll replicate this next year when they have a chance to go to a bowl game. So I just right. feel bad for the players. I agree. And they actually have quite a strong strength of schedule this year yeah. as well. So it's it's a real shame. I'm excited for my baby sister who's a freshman there at my love ya, And she is going to get to experience game day just That's like my so brother did when he was a freshman at JMU. Dude, Jackie, you give multiple game days. I love yep. it. It's a big deal. Uh, speaking of being a big deal, Coda, give us an update on the NFL draft prospects, particularly at the QB position right now. Where are we standing with everybody? It feels like we're heading for that similar 2020 class where we had Burrow, mm-hmm. Herbert, Tua, uh, Jordan Love hasn't quite panned out, but mm-hmm. we had a really strong class who have turned out to be stars, mm. um, mostly. Um, I mean, we've got Caleb Williams coming out. We've got Bo Nix coming out, which really at the beginning of the season, people thought he'd get drafted. Now he's projected top 10, top mm-hmm. 5 in some mock drafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, um, Drake May. It's kind of an unbelievable class. Yeah. Um, it's almost like if more of these, if more of the teams right now that are in the top five of this draft were drafting, needed a quarterback. Yeah, I almost feel like the top five picks would be quarterbacks. Yeah, um, we're probably going to have five to six quarterbacks within the first thirty-five to forty picks. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Uh, I want to hear from you, not who you think the most hyped is. Mm-hmm. Always have been Caleb Williams for the last couple of years. Between Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, Jaden. Daniels, mm-hmm. Drake May, Michael Penix, who has the best career if you were to lay a stake in it right now? Man, I loved I love placing bets, that's for sure. Um it's really hard, and this goes back to our discussion of context is everything. Totally. It really, really does. Um ironically, this is not a popular opinion. Um, I would say, I might say it's a tie between someone like a Jaden Daniels or a Bo Nix. Yeah. And here's why, is I think that both of those guys seem incredibly humble mm-hmm. and teachable and have run like really balanced offenses. I was going to say the same thing. And are very balanced prospects. Mm-hmm. Granted, there are guys with way bigger upside. Totally. But these, those seem to be the guys, like a Burrow, like a Herbert, like um, maybe a Trevor Lawrence, guys who it's just like, I'm like, hey, 
it's not necessarily about being the flash in the pan. It's more about like, can you be valuable over yeah. a long period of time? So I, totally I might agree. bet on those guys. Yeah, and I know we're going a little over, but I want to affirm what you're saying. I think Michael Penix is unbelievably talented. Yeah. I think Caleb Williams is unbelievably talented. Uh, Bo Nix and Jaden Daniels, you can throw Drake May in there, yeah. are quarterbacks that are playing in a system much more similar to an NFL system. Right. So we've seen what they can do in a balanced offense. Um, so I agree with you on that. Also, what would be very cool is I think in a couple mock drafts now, we've actually got Bo Nix to the Rams, mm. uh, which I think would be a great fit. And we'd have two Oregon quarterback number 10s right here in Los Angeles, which would be kind of freaking awesome. That would be At least so for me. fun. That would be so fun. I'd love it. Also, don't quickly, don't sleep on J.J. McCarthy getting drafted. Very true. Um, there's the so many Duke this year. Duke as well. Yeah. Uh, there's so many. And it's always a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. That was a great segment. I love that. Hot top, hot top, hot top six, as you said. Hot top six. six oh wow! Six prompts. We're gonna have to call it that. Hot top six. Hot top six. That's kind of a tongue twister. Um, pickums, Coda. We've been picking them. We've been right. We've been wrong. Uh, <laughs> this was a very Coda week. Let's go. Last time we picked, it was late October. We took a couple weeks off, mostly because I was traveling. Uh, we had the Bengals host, or not Bengals hosting. Bengals went to the 49ers and won. Neither of us picked that correctly. Of course. The Jags beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. You picked that correctly. And the Jets uh, and the Giants obviously played in the same place, and the Jets were victorious. You picked that correctly. So you were 2-1. and one, I love it. And I was 0-3 uh, in the NFL. Ooh. Great week. Great week uh, In the NBA, our first NBA pick Milwaukee defeated Philadelphia, which we were both correct on. Barely. One point. The Celtics demolished the Heat. We both had that right. And we both were high on OKC beating the Nuggets uh, at home. And that definitely did not happen. happen. So you went two and one, and I went two and one. We had the same pick. So overall, four and two week for you. I'm not mad about it. Two and four for me. Not terrible, but not great. And our overall records sit at. 20 and 16 for Coda, 21 and 15 for Ben. Oh, man. So you've closed the gap. I had it for like Crazy, a week. Crazy, dude. I'm loving this. So let's uh, let's talk through, Coda. You picked these games. I want to hear your thoughts first, and I'll, I'll follow up right after each. Right. So uh, as you mentioned, the Washington uh, number five football team heading to Oregon State number 11. Who you got in that game? Well... I'm going to tell you this line, which I did not expect this line. It's yeah. actually Oregon State by two and a half, huh. uh, which was very shocking to me. I have never seen – I don't think I've seen a top five team not favored yeah. against a team not even inside the top ten. I think it's a testament to how Washington's looked the last month or so. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to take Oregon State straight up here. Okay. Um, I think Oregon State could win this game by ten-plus points. Um, Oregon State is really underrated. Yeah. Um, it's a really balanced football team. They just come off a 62-17 to 17 win at Stanford, a team that Washington beat by nine. Um, Washington just hasn't looked great. Uh, and honestly, this probably doesn't benefit Oregon mm-hmm. for Oregon State to win this game, but that's how confident I feel about this. I really think Oregon State takes this. I love it. I'm going to go with Washington. Okay. I think they've had a couple pretty decent road wins. Um, I was very impressed with their 
their chutzpah at uh, USC. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they played against a pretty pretty high-powered offense then. But totally. I just have a feeling that they're going to figure out how to get it done. Um, okay. I think it also is telling that they weren't even willing to give Oregon State a field goal at home, though they're Fair. a top 11 team. So Fair. I think the betters are hesitant, but I think Oregon State's a fine pick as well. All right, I love it. Moving to the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals coming off of a, a loss to the Texans come – uh, go to Baltimore to play the Ravens, who I think had a pretty... Did they have a good win? No, they, they lost to the Browns. So both looking to rebound, Coda. Yeah. Who do you got in that game? I'm going to stick with the Ravens here. Okay. Uh, I was following along in that Ravens-Browns uh, game, and it really was more a game where you kind of look at the Ravens more losing that game than the Browns winning that game. Yeah, I think the Ravens were up by like two or three touchdowns at one point. They just kind of gave it away. Uh, so I think anyone overreacting to that is simply just overreacting. I'll take the Ravens here. I think you're spot on. I think this is a must win for the Ravens. I agree. Especially if they need a top seed, which they want home field advantage in the playoffs. Yeah. If they have any shot at the one seed, they're going to need to win this game. Yeah. Um, and they do not want to have to go through Kansas City no. this year. So I also will take them getting it done. I still think the Bengals are sneaking into the playoffs probably somewhere in the 5-7. to seven, I agree. I think And could be sneaky dangerous. Agreed. And I think if Ravens win this game, that probably assures a Bengals wild card. Yes. Or no playoff. I There's almost yes. no way the Ravens will lose this division if they win this game. And let's just point this out. It was announced today Deshaun Watson's out for the season. Crazy. I think that probably takes Cleveland out of the mix. Has to. Which is great news for my Broncos and your Chargers. They both have a shot now. Yeah. For how bad the Chargers have been, they're only one game out of the playoffs. And unbelievable, unbelievable season in that way. But speaking of unbelievable, these two teams are our Super Bowl champions and defending champ or sorry, losers. Yeah. The Eagles go to the Chiefs. Tough matchup there. Who do you like? I like the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I really think this might be the best Chiefs team I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is crazy because on paper they shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, but they're just really, really solid. Uh, but this will be a great game. I'm I'm seeing a 28-27, 27-24 type game here. Okay. I'm going to pick the Eagles, and mm-hmm. partly because I think people are sleeping on them right now. I think they have a very good defense. I think they travel very well. Um, and I think um, – I hope Jalen Hurts is healthier than people have thought he has been recently. But I think that this is a statement game for them that says, hey, we're going back to the Super Bowl, okay. and we don't even care if we have to face you guys in your home. We're going to get this done. I think it's unlikely, but I kind of wanted to just mix it up a little bit. I love it. I'm not mad about it at all. Um, okay, so we're going to just cruise into this next segment because i got to get Coda off to the rest of his life. But um, this is a segment I just threw together off off the cuff. We're going to re- return to it probably, but this is like a, you're at the slot machine. That's not even the right thing. You're in Vegas. You're, you're placing some quick bets. Uh, Coda, let's just go straight one-to-one. Uh, who do you have in the CFP playoff, and then who do you think wins those games and yeah. eventually the champion? Well, here's what I think is going to happen. The top eight teams have been the same mm-hmm. in a different order mm-hmm. every week in the playoff rankings for the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of continuity. I think that's all going to blow up over the next two to three weeks. Yep. Um, I think the college football playoff will be one seed Georgia mm-hmm. against four seed Texas. Mm-hmm. And two-seed Ohio State against three-seed Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I think it will be Georgia-Oregon National Championship. 
mm-hmm. as much as I would love to say I think Oregon wins that game. I think the Georgia dynasty is going to continue. I think Georgia wins the national championship. Okay, amazing. Um, all right. I am going to just do this off the fly. So I also think Georgia will hold on to that one seed. Um, and then with that, I think uh, Michigan actually is going to figure out how to come in at the two seed. Also will mm. be undefeated. Um, I think that Florida State is going to um, come in with the four seed because I think that they will uh, win out. But I think that the committee would... Um, give the nod to a uh, one-loss Oregon um, who then came back to beat Washington who was undefeated at that time. And I think that they'll maybe get it right resume-wise. It's also possible that they won't. Then I would have um, Georgia crushing Florida State, Oregon sneaking by Michigan. I actually really like how this is playing out. And I'm going to go with my bet. I'm going to have Oregon the more tested team this year i would agree with that outlasting georgia in the same final please lord make it so that would i mean i literally my life would change forever (laughs) it's so accurate though (laughs) oh man at least i know what i'd be getting you for your birthday (laughs) really really early um yeah very early okay coda (laughs) who do you have in the afc and nfc championship games and who's winning the super bowl to go to the professional side of football well, the AFC Championship is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I feel really confident about that right now. Um, but also knowing this NFL season, that could change very drastically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFC is going to be the Detroit Lions. I really believe in that team and the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the Eagles have shown up in the way we would have expected them to in the postseason thus far in the Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts dynasty. Um, I know they made the Super Bowl, kind of laid an egg. Just my my opinion right now. Um, I think it'll be Chiefs over the Niners. Okay. That's my, I just, we just, I just said this. I think the Chiefs are probably the best Chiefs team they've ever been. Yeah. Um, And I would love to see that dynasty die. As a Chargers fan, as an AFC West fan, I would love it more than anything. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. You got a soon. back-to-back champion. I don't hate that. Okay, um, I am going to go a little more alternative here on some of these. So okay. going with the bets that I, I lay, I have the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Bengals getting healthy and going on a late-season run. Wow. I have the Eagles and the Niners. Like it. Um, I think Detroit's good. I just don't see them winning this many playoff games when they don't even know how to spell playoffs in Detroit. <laughs> um, and then I have, um, like I bet, I have the, the Joe Burrow Bengals getting over the hump, him solidifying his greatness all time. This is going to be a very unpopular pick, but I have the Bengals over the Brock Purdy-led Niners. It just kind of feels like a Niners Super Bowl run year. I don't see them getting it done. And okay. uh, Kyle Shanahan forever losing in the Super Bowl. Sucks for him. Wow. So we'll see. You know, kind of alternative. I like it, though. That's all I got for you, man. I love it. Well, uh, that was the fourth quarter podcast. This was a fun one. Yeah. We, I like, Ben and I always talk about this. We like to do these kind of like unstructured ones. We've never actually asked this. 
But you guys should let us know if you like these more unstructured ones or if you like them more when we're like pretty structured. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the fourth quarter podcast. We'll be back next week with tons more football talk. And soon we'll be talking about the NBA and college mm. basketball. It's just too early. It really doesn't mean anything until January. So uh, come back next week for just some more great sports talk.